Did you hear Hillbilly Horror Stories is doing an episode all about UFOs and aliens? They'll probably stop in two weeks. You're probably right. You are listening to HHS UF Only, a Hillbilly Horror Stories bonus episode. Hey guys, welcome to episode 7 of UF Only. Hello everyone. Tracy, I thought that we should do a story from the Middle East. Middle East is all over the news now with Afghanistan and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And everything we've pretty much done has either been from the USA. I think we had uh, the ones from Great Britain. So I thought we would move over and I wanted to see if there was anything out there in the Middle East. And I found something. Well, good for you. This took place on September 19th, 1976. It was just after midnight in Tehran, which is the capital of Iran. The Imperial Iranian Air Force Command Post started getting all these calls from locals reporting strange lights in the sky. So the command post called Brigadier General Yousefi, and he kind of just blew it off. He basically just said, "Eh, I think they're just seeing stars. Mm Mm-hmm. But he decided to go out there and just take a look for himself. And after he saw these strange lights, he decided to send a jet up to take, you know, a look around, see Uh what was going on. It was an American-made F-4 fighter jet that took off around 1.30 a.m. The jet made its way to where the object was was now kind of hovering in place, which was about 40 miles north of Tehran. The UFO was shining so bright that it was visible some 70 miles away. Well, that's pretty impressive. It is. After the jet got a little bit closer, it was obvious that this craft was huge. When the jet got about 25 miles away, all the communication went dead. The instrument panel also went dead. And that's not a good thing. Not typically. Not when you're in the air. (laughs) The pilot starts to panic a little bit. He turns around and he starts flying back in the direction from which he came. Almost as soon as he headed in the opposite direction, his communication and instrument panels started working again. He now reports what he sees to the base because remember he didn't have any contact with them, so he wasn't able to um, talk to him to tell anything that he had seen, so he's just going on with it. They send up a second F-4 jet. When this fighter got close enough to get a radar lock on the UFO, the UFO took off at a speed that kept it almost exactly 25 miles apart. So no no matter how fast the jet went, this thing went at least Mm -hmm. faster to keep that same distance. (laughs) So he couldn't close in on it. The object then flew south toward her Tehran. The pilot couldn't really make out any real details of the craft because of how bright that the light was. Here is where it gets crazy. As the pilot's following the UFO, a smaller craft came out of the UFO and shot towards the jet at a blistering speed. Fearing for his life and his plane, the pilot loaded an AIM missile and aimed it at the smaller object. 
Instantly, his instrument panel and communications went dead again. Oh my gosh. Now he has no defense mechanism, so he used his skills that he had learned from American pilots to put his plane into a full-throttle nosedive to avoid the smaller object that was rocketing towards him. Followed the jet for just a little bit, but when the jet didn't go towards the bigger ship, and I guess they felt like the threat was gone, the little small object went back and returned to the inside, whatever this light or mothership or whatever the deal was. That is weird how it can go back to the inside again. The jet's communications came back on as soon as the smaller object disappeared back into the larger one. But then the two jets that were already up in the sky saw another smaller object emerge from the bigger craft. It descended and came to rest just above a dry lake bed. So it got down pretty pretty, low. Yeah. Pretty low. It gave off enough light that it illuminated several acres around the lake. The jets were forced to return to their Air Force base because they were low on fuel, so they couldn't really follow anymore. Within minutes, the objects both vanished. The next day, the area above the lake bed was searched, but nothing unusual was found. There is recorded radar tape and records of the radio transcripts of the pilots in hot pursuit of the UFO, and if it hadn't been, there would be no record. I mean, it'd be no proof, proof at all that this yeah. even happened. I don't know how there wasn't no evidence left behind. Like some kind of burn mark or... Because you see that so many cases. There are burn marks left behind. There's radioactivity. Mm-hmm. But they, they found nothing. It, but they found absolutely Man. nothing. It got there and got the hell out, like quick. <laughs> it did. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just wonder, I mean, what's the deal? This is just like some glowing white light. And we've actually got another story coming up in a couple of weeks that I've already researched that is similar in the fact that it's just a giant white light. And it's so fascinating. I will remind you that that sounds a lot like, because uh, if you're hearing this, it's going to be uh, after you've already heard. Listen, Reagan. You've already heard Reagan's. Mm-hmm. And you're going to see how similar this yeah. is to what he's saying. So, yep. I don't know. Creepy. It is creepy. So anyway, I hope you guys are enjoying these. Who knows how much longer we'll go. We're already past the two weeks that I thought we would make it. <laughs> so, I know, And I know I've got enough to do at least uh, seven weeks worth. Yeah. So. Thank you guys for listening and, and giving it a shot anyway. So. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's, it's something that to be honest with you, it's not going to be a, a forever thing. I don't think. Yeah. But for right now, we're having fun with it and we hope you're having fun with it. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, you guys deserve it. You know, I've put off most of these UFO things for mm-hmm. five years. I mean, what have we done? Probably four. Yeah, I think so. Cause I know four. we did, we did Rendlesham Force, which was uh, maybe the first big one we've did. We did, uh, Falcon Lake. We did the Men in Black, which kind of fall in that. Yeah. We did the multiple UFO stories, which kind of kicked this whole thing off. It was kind of the same thing. And there was one more that I'm pretty sure we did. No, but that's been it. It averages about one a year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is probably more than... We've probably been on about the same amount of cryptids. <laughs> well, that's true. That's very true. So who knows? Maybe that's what we'll do next. Maybe when we get finished wrapping this up, we'll end up doing some little short cryptid stories or something. All right. Sounds good, I wouldn't babe. bet on it, though. Yeah, you said that about this too, so. Yeah. All right. We love you guys. Love y'all. Bye.